Welcome to episode four of Supercast, MCCC GP Training's podcast dedicated to our GP supervisors. Brought to you by MCCC Supervisor Professional Development Team. Hello, I'm Paul Grinzi and I'm one of MCCC's medical educators. And today we've got a podcast full of teaching tips, a resource for you to use within your supervising practice. But I thought I'd go around the grounds first and we'll go through the next couple of months of uh, professional development for supervisors. And um, the first one is coming up very shortly this week, October 19 and 20 in Bendigo, the Northwest team, uh, producing a uh, workshop on surviving and thriving as a professional. So Ash and the team there are uh, putting that together as we speak and that'll be happening on October 19 and 20 in Bendigo. So if you haven't already registered for that, get on your bike and get that happening quickly as possible. A week later uh, in Warrnambool, the South West team on the 25th of October are producing a, a workshop focusing on teaching skills and also um, developing skills as an observer, which sounds like a fascinating topic. So looking forward to Tanya and Catherine uh, leading that one down there in Warrnambool. Uh, On the 30th of October, rounding up the ones for October, um, Wangaratta in the northeast have got a, a workshop for new supervisors. Then, in November, on both the 6th and the 8th, as a repeat workshop in Melbourne, um, Myself and Tanya are running a, a workshop on looking at the cultural aspects of registrars and how that can be incorporated uh, within training. And also, uh, will there be a, a section on teaching uh, tips and sharing those teaching tips uh, across the various topics themselves. Then on the 15th of November, also in Melbourne, we have a, a new supervisor workshop. And there's also a third new supervisor workshop happening in Coal Lake on the 22nd of November. And our final workshop for across the whole region uh, will be occurring somewhere in the northeast. The venue is still to be announced on December 4th. Um, so look at the calendar on the website. And if you've forgotten these dates or you're in, you're in the car listening to this podcast and you can't write them down, the best way to find out what's happening in your region is to go to the website, go to the events tab at the top, just click down to the events calendar and you can scroll through and you can even filter by region if you want to just focus on what's happening in your, your local land. That includes all the events, practice manager, supervisor, registrar workshops, etc. So if you're not sure what the registrars are doing, it's another way of um, finding out what's happening and when it's happening. Um, so that's uh, how to find out what's happening around the grounds. And uh, if you, the beauty of a podcast is if you if um, need to look it back, you can always rewind and start again. These podcasts tend to go for about 10 minutes or so. So there's plenty of opportunity to just to get back and uh, rewind. Now, um, On the topic of professional development, the professional development team, um, we are all looking to get your feedback and any ideas for the 2020 program, which is currently being being developed. So if you've got any particular ideas that you'd like to incorporate or any feedback from the previous sessions you've attended, um, and you'd like that feedback to be incorporated in the planning for next year, please let your local team members know. And we will um, ensure that's put together uh, as best as possible. So just contact us through the usual channels. I'll provide my details at the end in case um, you're not sure who to go for, and I'll pass those details on, provided you give me the details of what region you're in so I can make sure that goes to the correct direction. Now let's move on to not a teaching tip, but more of a teaching resource. And Ash from the Northwest has provided this one. Um, And it's a deprescribing resource, and it's a really, really great website. I'm going to just... 
it's from Tasmania, and the website is Primary Health Tas, T-A-S. So it's short for Tasmania. So it's all one word, primaryhealthtas.com.au. And if you click on their resources link, um, you'll find a whole bunch of um, one or two pages on deprescribing. And deprescribing a bunch of different types of medications from um, proton pump inhibitors to benzos to opioids and a number of others. Uh, so part of our role and certainly an increasing role, especially as our population gets older, is deprescribing medications that are no longer suitable or no longer effective. And so these resources can be really helpful for our registrars, but also for us as supervisors uh, personally, but also within our teaching. So that's primaryhealthtas.com.au. Uh, excellent resource. And I'd like to thank Ash for sharing that with me. Now, another thing for you from an administrative point of view is if you've got a term one or term two uh, registrar, so in their first six or 12 months of their training, they will have in- completed their initial assessment and the further assessment. And those summary sheets are now either already in the registrar's hands if they're in their first six months. And if they're in their second six months, uh, they are either in their registrar's hands or going to be so within the next week or so. So those summary sheets will come to you via the registrar. So please inquire of your registrar um, if they've received their summary sheets and would have had a meeting with their training advisor. And the next step there is to have a chat about those things and uh, look at areas of strengths and also look at areas for improvement. So that's the idea of these initial and further assessments to benchmark the registrars compared to the expected standard for that level of training to see where they're up to. The registrars find these quite useful and uh, and hopefully it's a good conduit for further discussion within your practice and your supervising. Now I'm going to um, move on and just wrap up now with uh, a second teaching tip. So you get a bonus one this time around. Now the second teaching tip here is talking about errors. Now not so much about errors um, per se, but more to how to find the errors. And errors are a really rich source of teaching. Uh, We all make errors, uh, probably on a daily basis if we're honest. Hopefully most of them aren't critical, uh, but we all have our share of critical incidences as well. So finding errors is probably the first step. If you can't acknowledge that there are errors and finding them, then you have little opportunity to actually teach using these errors. So the tip today is to how to find the errors, and I'm going to suggest a number of different avenues of, of um, identifying errors. Now, the, the easy one, uh, or the most direct one, is direct observation. You're, seeing, you're, regi- you know, you're looking at a registrar's consultation directly, um, and you're observing um, some sort of error. It could be clinical reasoning, it could be knowledge gap, um, it could be something about you know, the referral pathway, some sort of management, any sort of error um, you can pick up. Um, and hopefully it's not critical enough that you have to intervene, but something that you can reflect on later on and learn from that. So direct observation is the first one I'm going to go through. The other ways to review errors is a number of things. You can review things like a chart, so just go to the medical records and review what's happening there and, and observe. Um, you can look at the results that are coming in and seeing whether there was an error in terms of what was um, the clinical scenario that was uh prompted the the investigations and whether the results were appropriate or the the investigations were appropriate uh, or whether the the action from the results themselves was appropriate. Also, you can do a similar thing with the referrals going out. So results are coming in, but referrals are going out and looking at some of the wording around the referrals and looking to see whether you can identify any errors within that process itself. Another avenue of um, finding errors is either via an audit, um, which you can do manually, or via a tool like the PenCat tool. And you can then 
extract a certain data with a certain demographic and maybe look at um, what sort of tests are done or what sort of referrals or, or you, whatever aspects you want to look at and then compare that and see if there are errors, then there's a learning opportunity around that. Um, and the obvious part of errors um, that I think is fairly obvious when they occur are patient complaints. And remembering that often the patient complaints don't come to our ears. They may, uh, but they certainly do come to either practice management or practice reception. So certainly exploring um, with those parts of the, the, the team whether there have been complaints and looking at the, rectifying those. Now the idea of this is a really a growth mindset. We're not looking to find errors to blame registrars or blame the system that we've got, but to learn from it and grow from it. And, and uh, the main thing here is not to make the same error twice. So yeah, find the error, find a solution around it, and then hopefully uh, we can grow and, and actually avoid those second time errors, which are uh, really suggest we haven't uh, learned from the first error. So there you go, a second teaching tip, find the errors and then you can teach around them. Now, um, well, that's the end, really. We've had two teaching tips, a resource, talked about the summary sheets and I've gone around the traps. If you find this podcast of use, please subscribe to the MCCC GP Training Supercast via iTunes, Stitcher or whatever your podcast catcher may be called. We value your feedback and ideas via the, your usual channels or you can email me directly, paul.grinzi, G-R-I-N-Z-I at mccc.com.au. Thank you for listening to Supercast. MCCC GP Training's podcast dedicated to our GP supervisors. Until next episode, from Supercast, happy supervising.